Hey everybody, welcome to Robbins 365. It's day number 1995. You can probably hear, it sounds like I'm in a jet. And on the way back from the airport, there's that noise. It sounds like that, I don't know what you call it. Is that white noise? I don't know. It kind of sounds like the, the aeroplane. Uh, it is 12.38am. Uh, We're now into Saturday morning. Uh, big day today, and uh, getting out of Sydney on a Friday, it doesn't seem to matter what time of the night it is, everybody always runs late, and I think we were stuck on the tarmac for like, well, before we even left the being detached from the airport, for like 20 or 30 minutes we were waiting for one passenger, it had to be that one passenger because he was getting the evil eyes as we were just all sitting there. Anyway, pretty clean flight, getting back. Carry-on luggage is fantastic. Uh, straight on, straight off, straight into the bus, straight to the car park, straight. Um, I got just out of the car park gates and had to connect to a Zoom call, which is my normal Friday night uh, coaching call, which starts at midnight at the moment, Australian time. And uh, that has just finished. It normally goes for another, potentially another hour. Okay, man. Uh, but Francie, who was doing it today, she's in Australia. She's still up in Sydney. They fly her tomorrow. She's very tired. She's exhausted. Um, so I'm going to tell you uh, some big news. Um, just assuming that I can talk about it uh, because uh, I believe... All the tickets have been sold. Um, to what extent it's been public information, I really don't know. So um, we'll see. Um, I am going to be meeting Tom Brady, NFL legend, seven uh, NFL championships, uh, best of all time, greatest of all time quarterback, statistically and whatever else you want to, to throw at it. And because, part of me, he is such a great, um, built such a great connection, JT has built with him, uh, this opportunity has come our way. Um, so I think what's happened is that the AFL, or a particular football club, or clubs here in Australia, are bringing him out, and he's spending some some time with the AFL players, etc. He's doing two functions here in Melbourne and one in Brisbane. And because of JT's connection, we get to sit in the front row, we get to have a VIP uh, meet and greet with him, we get to have our photos taken with him. And the bonus is that JT's asked me to uh, get the footballs uh, for him for Tom to sign, so I'll be taking those along uh, to it, and JT said there's potentially some other surprises uh, for uh, the VIP people, and he said I'll make sure I look after you because I'm getting the footies and stuff for him. Uh, So that is pretty cool. Now that happens in a week's time. It happens in one week's time. Uh, So that is uh, pretty cool, Uh, so I'm looking forward to that looking forward to that indeed um, so that 
that only just happened over the last it happened while I was in Sydney it was just two days ago it happened and JJ asked me to get footballs today and some gloves I'll put away Asked me to get some gloves for him as well uh, so that is that is pretty cool I mean these are those once in a lifetime kind of opportunities he did it in the US and uh, I, I just couldn't I couldn't do it and uh, he's made it happen here in Australia so that's so fantastic there's going to be an event at the Opera House as well uh, sometime this year maybe in the middle of the year not exactly sure yet I don't think he knows because I'm going to LA for the big event uh, in November uh, this year so it's all happening it's all happening and I tell you when you do the right thing by people particularly someone like JT he really he really does look after you and I think he appreciates me going to the, these events and uh, like up in, up in Sydney obviously I don't need to go uh, but I feel that I do need to go because it's just the right thing to, to do and I was the only one of his uh, sort of long-term clients that was there so I was proud of myself for making that decision to go because uh, it, it gets noticed and it, get, it gives me an opportunity to spend some time uh, with his team as well and you know, you really feel part of it. So I think that's that's pretty cool. Met a couple of people there uh, to, uh, today and yesterday and, you know, first impressions, uh, you get one shot at doing that and it really counts. I mean, I was the only person from JT's team that was in the fully tailored suit tie etc some people were there in shorts thongs and uh, t-shirts and uh, you know I met a guy uh, today that I don't know it's it's those simple things right people are always looking for an opportunity not to work with you and I mean, this sounds awful, but people will find up reasons not to do do work with you. And uh, this guy was a smoker of cigars. And how can I put it delicately? He stunk. Like, his breath was disgusting. And I'm like, oh, man. And he chose to, to sit next to me. And I'm like, oh, man close talker and and stuff and I thought oh jeez I'm assuming he just doesn't know and nobody's probably ever told him uh, but I've heard stories from both from JT and from uh, stories that JT has told as well as even like Tony Robbins where people have said that they're not going to do a, a deal with him or with Tony uh, because of Tony Robbins uses the examples because of his nails JT uses the examples because his shoes weren't polished. Uh, some people that JT has, has um, you know, recounted stories uh, and he's found out why they haven't done a deal with, say, a client of, of his and they've said because the, you know, they, they smell or they, you know, their shirt was unbuttoned or you know something that might sound silly but 
it's the fine details that matter. Right? They're very, very important. And if that's the way you're going to show up as your best, how do you show up when you're not trying to make that great impression? And it all matters, right? So I often talk about how, how are you showing up for people? How are you showing up that, that first time? How are you showing up for a job interview? How are you showing up each day for work? Uh, people can understand, like out of anyone in the room, I don't know how other many fitness people there were in the room, maybe none, maybe some, uh, but people could have forgiven me for or expected me to show up in tracksuit pants and like, you know, like a, a tracksuit. Uh, shorts and a t-shirt, you know, like sporty type gym wears. If I'm going to do a workout, they'll say, oh, well, yeah, you're doing that because that's the industry that you work in. But I show up differently. Why? Because you never know who's in the room and you're making an impression with some highly, highly successful people. And, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, I just find it really interesting that people don't think about those things but having said that I'm telling you so that you can know because there would have been a lot of people in that room that nobody's ever said like this this particular guy I was talking about probably not one person has ever said to him your breath stinks man I'm not going to do this deal with you I'm not going to do business with you and he would make up a story for himself like well I'm already successful and blah 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 it really doesn't matter I'll just go find someone else but that particular deal could have made a massive difference to him you just don't know and uh, yeah anyway I was sitting there the, this afternoon and I'm just using my MacBook and I'm typing notes feverishly I'm really paying attention there's people coming in and out in and out of the room and I'm just I'm just really conscious and this same guy he said to me And because at the time, I think it was 25 past five, I had the, um, my phone down on the, the desk and I just glanced at it. And I said to him, yeah, what makes you say that? I said, actually, I am a little bit hungry. And he said, no, I don't mean that type of hunger. He said, you're just hungry for success. And I said, yeah, I am. He said, where does that come from? And I said, well, yeah, probably a few different places, but... I said maybe part of it is because I was bullied as a kid and I had a lot of negative self-talk to myself that I was never going to amount to anything because I wasn't smart enough. So I said I think a big part of it is that I'm, I'm looking to prove to myself what I'm truly capable of. I said I am so driven because I just know that I can be more and more successful and age really doesn't matter at all. I'm just driven to have... Stay in the right two lanes. Thank you. To have greater outcomes and achieve a, a much greater version of myself. And, yeah, it's, it's exciting. And it was interesting because he, he just noticed. And there was obviously something about... Uh, because he'd been sitting next to me the whole day. He wasn't really taking many notes. He was, he was taking some... He was also distracted, 
I think, with other things. And I was just right in the zone. And I think it was just rubbing off on him. He said, wow, you're, you're just really focused. And wow, he didn't say focused, he said, just really hungry. I said, yep, and that's, that's what it takes. So, again, that's part of the impression that you leave someone by the way that you lead, by the actions that you take. Because uh, my coach always says, I don't listen to what people say. Why? Because people exaggerate, people lie, people talk about how great they are. Like, I listen in to conversations from a distance and you can just hear how much BS some people are just full of and because you can you can just tell that they're they're flexing themselves so much and like your your super super successful people just don't do that and so it's pretty easy for me to say well you know what I really don't even want to spend that much time over there uh, because I think you're a bit full of it there's a, a lot to be said for doing some people watching. I have, one of the exercises that I think is really useful is to uh, to observe people as to whether they're left brain or right brain thinkers. So your left brain person is somebody that has a job like a, uh, an accountant, uh, somebody that is, or a lawyer, uh, doctors, um, very, or scientists, very analytical, uh, very detail-oriented, uh, not ba- based on facts, numbers, that kind of thing. Your right brain person is somebody that is driven on feelings and um, the way that things look and the feeling that, that gives them. And uh, you're talking about people that are in career, well, people that are perhaps artists, people that are into uh, yoga or uh, like healing type work or... Um, your your marketing uh, type of person is is probably more known to be your your right brain uh, type of thinker. Uh, you can normally tell by the way that people dress as well. Uh, normally, a person that is completely covered in tattoos uh, probably has some anxiety uh, type issues or has in in their life. Uh, more likely to be uh, more right brain than uh, left brain. Covered in tats. Uh, the same with the uh, somebody that's got really long, say, man, that's got really long hair or dreadlocks or uh, that kind of stuff. Your, your, um, well, this could be for men as well, but you see it more with women that have got really brightly coloured hair, blue hair, pink hair, you know, bright, bright red hair, not natural coloured red, but you know, that bright, bright red, burgundy sort of colour. Normally, your right brain uh, thinking type of people. The, the people that have, say, uh, men, for instance, you know, if you've got a front shirt pocket and they've got one, one, two or three pens in there, absolutely left brain, probably accountants, uh, accountants, uh, auditors, those sorts of people, particularly if they have a green pen, then you know it's an auditor. Um, yeah, these the things might sound silly, but the more that you can uh, practice working out whether somebody's left brain, right brain, uh, I went out with a couple of people uh, two nights ago and 
was it last night? I can't even remember now. And uh, uh, he was, he was very right, no, it was the night before. He was uh, very left brain, she was very right brain. He, his pilot, uh, uh, she is a, I don't know, I just missed my turn off. No, I don't think I did. Um, uh, she is into healing, wellness, that kind of stuff. Just the way that she was talking, it's like, oh my God. You are so right brain. In two kilometres, take exit 28 onto Cardinia Road towards Officer South Cardinia. So that she doesn't keep talking to me. Um, anyway, uh, I just think if you, the more that you practice this, so I sit in, in rooms and uh, you can see you know, sometimes by the way that people are, are dressed and stuff, whether they're going to be right brain, left brain. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm getting better and better at it. Uh, and it's not about judgment, it's about learning who's right brain, who's left brain, certainly when you're in business to work out, okay, well, what's the, what are some of the words that you need to be using here? So let's just say that it's a car. Uh, Use the left lane to take exit 28 onto Cardinia Road towards Officer South Cardinia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if it's a car uh, that you're, you're trying to sell, right brain person and you're the salesperson right brain person what you would do is you would have the person right brain person sit in the car let them experience it and say how do you feel take the exit then at the roundabout take the first exit thank you it's too dark it's too dangerous i'm gonna switch it off i can't work out how to do it in the dark um that's what you do with the right at the roundabout person. take the first exit onto cardinia road towards pakenham yes, then yes. turn right onto henry road yes thanks so much uh, you're uh, you ask if you could borrow their phone and take a photo of them uh, in the car and say oh look how good you look in the car they're driven by feelings and the colors and the the leather work and how it at the traffic lights use the right two lanes to turn onto henry road uh, the left brain person, they want to stand under the bonnet. They want to understand about all the safety features. The, Turn right. How much it costs to, to service the thing. Uh, perhaps power, all that kind of stuff. The torque, um, zero to 60, all that kind of stuff. In what sort of, uh, what sort of time. And I'm going to try and switch this off. And bang, that should do it. And so that's your left brain person. So if you can understand, oh yeah, that person's left, this one's right or, or right, or they're both right or they're both left, then uh, you can, you know, tailor your approach to each. And yeah, it's just, just really interesting, another part of the human experience. And yes, you're either one or the other. Even though some people say, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm both. It's not, you're, you're predominantly one, one or the other. And you can normally tell if you spend a bit of time with them. Anyway, uh, I am almost home. From what I understand, Whiskers, my cat, is really missing me. He's been uh, wandering around the house, just meowing his little head off, uh, confused because um, uh, other people are in, in the house. Well, Emily, my daughter's in there, and her mum has been um, going to, to feed him. Um, and I think he's like, where's my dad? And it's like, well, daddy's almost home. And he'll be very surprised because he'll be sleeping right now. And he'll be very surprised when I walk in the door. So I will make his day and he'll probably curl up and want to sleep on the bed with me tonight. He's like, where have you been? So that'll be a bit of fun. All right.
stay safe everybody stay healthy i will see you tomorrow